just a reminder to everyone listening to go check out Hibernation on Kickstarter. It launches on April 15th, so on the day this goes out, if it's before then, go look for it and watch for it to launch. If it's after then, then check it out. Maybe pick up a copy. We started in a car, but we've come this far. And let's go into the episode. Yeah, you're right. It kind of sucks that we're no longer the podcast to... It kind of I mean, sucks. We are the podcast recorded in a car. Well, it kind of sucks that we are no right longer. Now. I've I have already posted uh, pictures of like our soundboard, uh, which plugs into a car cigarette lighter. No, pretty sure. Though my car does have a an outlet in the back seat. Um, it is not necessarily Probably not the best idea to record a two hour podcast recording in a car, in a car with while it's off. Well, in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I could <laughs> turn the car on. That's risk, baby. We're Cardboard. Yeah, Cardboard, the board game podcast. I'm Devon Body, And I'm Steve Davis. As Devon said, we're back at you. It's Aprisk. And we are here at, uh, We are here with you with another Wait, episode. Wait, did I actually say back at you? No. Seems inappropriate. No, I said back at you ah. with Aprisk. Got it. It's you had said Aprisk first. That's, <laughs> that's all I meant. Uh, we are here again with another uh edition of risk what are we what are we talking about right now the box says risk at least as much as the box i can read but it's star wars risk i'm surprised you can read that upside down good Mm, job four letters star (laughs) four letters over and over and over it is star wars risk uh we had a chance to sit down and play this as a refresher and uh it's a lot of fun but we'll get into that but first i gotta say What's in the box? So, Star Wars Rift. In this box, there are three game boards. Three? Yeah, they connect together to create one game board that looks like a TIE fighter. I, w- I would say this looks like a TIE bomber. No, it doesn't quite. have that extra nozzle on the side. No, it doesn't, it but it also does, but the, the side pieces side are curved. Car. Maybe this is just a frontwards look at a TIE Interceptor. I think that's what it is. Maybe. It's a TIE Interceptor. Might be. Uh, it does look like it's featured. But you know what else is? What is? X-Wings. Oh! There's 20 of those in the 20 box. 20 of those! 16 Y-Wings. Yup. 15 B-Wings. B-Wings. And 56 TIE Fighters. Wait, by B-Wing, do you mean a T-Wing? No, a B-Wing. No, it looks like a T-Wing. Now, you have to look at it from the side profile. It sort of bees out. Oh, right. Okay, I actually get it now. Why didn't when, <laughs> when I literally asked you like two hours ago why it looks like why is it called a B wing? You didn't give me that answer. Yeah, because I was saving it for the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be the smart one. All right, you also get six Rebel Fleet markers, a Millennium Falcon marker, an Executor token, four Hit tokens, nine Stormtrooper support tokens. A Rebel Strike Team, and 30 Empire Order Cards, along with 30 Rebel Order Cards. Yes. It's also five dice and the game guide. That's what we got. 
That's what's in the box. Actually, there are two game guides, one in English and one in French. I think you're supposed to say that in French. No. Nope. Say the word for game guide. No. Just on the bottom. It says game guide of games. So French. Yes. Yeah, so Star Wars Risk is a two-player risk that is asymmetrical. Two or four-player risk, not one or three or five. Yeah. Two or four. And there are special four-player rules, I believe. There's only two factions. Yes. The Rebels and the Alliance. And the other non-Rebels. And the... Bad guys. The guys who rebel against goodness. Death Star enthusiasts. <laughs> Darth Vader's best boys. Yeah. Versus the rebellion. Versus of... the rebellion. Yeah. The Empire versus the rebellion. That's how it goes. That's the game. That's the game. Thanks for listening. No, that's not all. Well. So let's talk about what the asymmetry in this game is. Actually, now that you point it out, the asymmetry in this game, or I mean, just as a concept, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the three different fronts, the three different options you have are very interesting. Yeah. So Fighting the Battle of Endor to shut down the shield generator for the rebels, trying to shut down the shield generator for the uh, Empire, trying to stop them in the space battle, trying to just destroy each other. And Luke fighting Darth Vader in the in the Death Star. Darth Vader with the help of the Emperor. Three different fronts that you're trying to balance. This is from uh, The Empire Strikes Back? Or Return of... No, sorry. Oh, okay. I'll episode cut that out. Six. This is from Episode 6. Return Whatever of the, the title Jedi. of that one is. I believe it's Return of the Jedi. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Well, let's see. There's Where the hell hope. is my internet device? I found it. A New Hope. A New Hope is Episode 4. And then there's uh, the that, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and so then it's then uh, Return, Return of the, the Jedi. Jedi. So this is from Return of the Jedi. See, I knew that. I, I said it. I time. did say it. No, I said uh, Empire Strikes Back first, didn't I? Yeah, we'll fix it in post. I mean, I... Or highlight you, it you, in post. You, you say that as a joke? I'm going to fix this in post. I am not letting yeah, it I'll go Yeah, I'll make sure out. I get this episode. You are not getting this damn episode. I'm not getting <laughs> I'm that wrong. Just go back. I'm not losing it. my nerd card. <laughs> play, I need that to get into places. In, like, slow motion. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Learn how to change effects just Oh, boy. Fast. I'm cutting all of this out. All of this. <laughs> I'm not letting you edit. This is from uh, The Empire Strikes Back. I did the edit. Yeah, so there's three different fronts, like Steven was saying. Yeah. And uh, I guess we'll start with probably the weakest one in the game, which is the shield generator run. It's a it's a pretty straightforward, not too much in terms of options run. Yeah, so in this scenario, the rebels are trying to make it to the end of a track by rolling successfully high die numbers, and the Empire is increasing the value of the number that the Rebellion has to roll. Right. So basically, the Empire is throwing troopers onto the ground to slow down the progress of Rebel yeah. uh, Strike Force. And no matter how many troopers they add, they only make it marginally difficult. Yeah. At most, 50% more difficult. At most, 50% more difficult. At worst, only 20% more difficult. These are stormtroopers, after all. Their aim is uh, famed in the worst way. No, they're excellent marksmen. Only a stormtrooper could be this yeah, precise. I mean, yes, that is correct. 
That is correct. <laughs> Boy. They're basically <laughs> red shirts. Come on. Yeah. All right. Um yeah, okay. And so that I mean that's a pretty straightforward battle. Uh what kind of other fronts do we have? Now the one thing about that battle oh, okay. is that the rebellion has no way of winning this game until they've completed that one. Yeah, that is actually, I mean, arguably the most important part. It, it in and of itself doesn't win the battle, but the battle cannot be won until that side is completed. Yeah, unless you're the Imperials, then you could win it way before that. Yes, but I suppose that is why the Empire can't actually stop the rebels. Yeah, only Technically, delay. just slow them down. Uh, you did manage to slow me down to the point of not progressing for two See, or three turns, but that I eventually did roll the numbers I need. But that didn't feel like me slowing you down so much as you just rolling poorly for like three or four rounds. Well, the thing was, okay, so I was trying to roll a six because you put a plus one on the fives that I needed to get through. Um, and I rolled a number of fives. So it was actively yeah. you did that to me not just that i was rolling poorly i actually rolled decent numbers i just didn't roll a six for three or four turns yes which is especially bad because i was rolling five dice every turn and not getting a single six but i mean on the other hand that's just the way dice kind of balance because i flew through all your like you barely slowed me down at all up until that point yeah i think i stopped like a total of four movements yeah i mean (laughs) it was pretty rough uh, uh, really rough going there for, on your side. Um, so I mean, I I have to contribute a a, a good portion of my victory to luck in yeah. that sense. Now let's head over to the Luke Skywalker Darth Vader battle on the yes. other side of the board. Yes, actually, I I really like the way this board. Just to to comment, the way this board works. First of all, actual imagery from the movie. That's the, a plus. Yeah, the space side really gives you that I'm uh uh in space above uh the moon of Endor. Um and then seeing the images of the characters on the uh during the Battle of Endor and the images of uh the characters uh on the Death Star, like Luke and Death Darth Vader and the Emperor. It just it really and then with the way the board is going from one to the other to the other really brings you back to the movie of going from one scene to the next to the next. All these three things happening in conjunction, I think this game actually captures it. Yeah. And even in just looking at the board. That being really said, feel I that. think the Death Star is upside down yes, when I compared did to the planet. Now, here's the question. The planet you see there, remember, Endor is a moon sur- uh, uh, orbiting that planet. Right. So... Is that correct then? Is that actually Endor right there? Or is that the planet that Endor is around? Well, this is a very semantical yeah. <laughs> uh, argument. From the look of like the shield deflector yeah, picture think, yeah. to that, yeah, it looks right. like the same. And I think that was the same in the movie. So yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It is upside down to where I think well, it fine. was it's facing space. in it's the movie. It's probably fine upside down. Technically, there is no up or down in space. Just drawn Unless, closer well, and drawn even closer. Right, I mean, I suppose on in space, because there's nothing relative, but when you get relative to something, it is upside down relative to Endor. 
Yeah. Sorry, that I just got really stupid nerdy on like a few, like three or four different levels. Yeah, so it's fine. Apologies. All right, so uh, you uh, last were, before I took us off on a major tangent, you were taking us into the Death Star for the battle between Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader yeah. and the Emperor. So this is another one where it's pretty simple. All you're trying to do is deplete the hit points of your opponent. Yes. How am I doing that? Well, we're going into how this game is played. In oh a yeah. Bit after. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. So it's basically just Luke Skywalker fighting Darth Vader. Yes. And a straight two-on-one battle. It's, well, I, it is sort of, yeah, it is two-on-one. Uh, Darth Vader and the Emperor versus Luke. Though you can't actually attack the Emperor. No. You can, Luke can only attack Darth Vader. Who can be turned to attack There's the Emperor. There's a small window in which Darth Vader can be turned to the light side. And together, and if that happens together, he and Luke can stop and can kill the Emperor. Yeah, which also kills Darth Vader. Yes, it does kill Darth Vader. Now, if you just kill Darth Vader straight out without turning him, the Emperor can still kill you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's as fair. it goes. That is, I mean, that's how it would have played out in the movie. And on the same side, you get the hit points for your ships in the big main battle in the middle. Yes. So that's the third front, which is. As even the game puts it, the most important part of the game. Yeah, so this is where you have your big space battle with TIE fighters fighting X-Wings. This is... Fending off the uh, rebel ships that have come into dock, and you're all trying to kill each other and stop them from blowing up the Death Star, but they're trying to blow up the Death Star. Exactly. This, I mean, this is the part of the battle that is, A, the most Star Wars-ish. And also the most risk. Yes, it is the most <laughs> risk. I think this is the part of the board that actually allows it to be called risk. Yeah. <laughs> because you're moving pieces around on different quadrants and rolling to attack your enemies. So that is the, the reason this game is actually a risk game. And now we have to get into what makes this game very unique, and that is the way that you decide what you can do on your turn. Yes, and it's I actually really enjoy this aspect of the game. Yeah, so yeah. at the start of your turn, you draw three cards to bring your hand up to... Well, you start the game with six cards in your hand. Yes. And then after each subsequent turn, you will draw three more to replace the ones you use. Because you play three cards every turn. Yeah, you pick three, you put them down in the reverse order of how you'd like to play them. So the action you'd like to do last, you put on the bottom, then the next one, and then the first one on top. Yes. And then these are locked in for that round. And then uh, starting with the Rebels, you reveal cards one at a time and activating one of the two or three options on the cards. Now, Devon, what kind of options do we have on the cards for the Imperial side? So for the Imperials, you get the option of moving and deploying more TIE Fighters. Right. Moving their capital ship, the Executor. Right. To move into attack range or defend range. Right. You get the option of having Darth Vader fight Luke Skywalker. Luke Talkwalker. (laughs) Having the Emperor electrocute Luke Skywalker. That's always fun. Using the Death Star to blow up ships. Yeah, I hate that one. And, of course, making it more difficult for the shield generator to get turned on. And then for the uh, for the imperial side again, no. For the so re- on the imperial side, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> for the rebel side, uh, the options you get are to attempt to p- 
push towards the shield generator on the Death Star side. You have the option to have Luke Skywalker attack Darth Vader. And then you have a lot more options in the space battle because you have three different types of ships, X-Wings, Y-Wings, and B-Wings. And so you have you can only move one distinct type. So you could each... Um, there are different actions for each one, basically, where the dark side has one movement for all the TIE fighters. Uh, the rebel side is split into three different types of ships. And then you also have the Millennium Falcon that you can also move. So uh, slightly different, but uh, where where you uh, the where the rebels have the advantage in one area, the the Imperials seem to have the advantage on the other side. Yes. Yeah. So, and let's talk about the win conditions. What are the win conditions? So for the Imperial side, you have to defeat all the ships in the space battle. That is correct. Ah, oh yeah, that's my uh, that's my catchphrase, right? That is correct, as Sam said. And I guess the win condition for the Rebels would be to destroy the Death Star. Yep. That's it. Pull off either one of those. That's how you'll win this game. That is how you win the game. Luke Skywalker could defeat Darth Vader and the Emperor, and the uh, Rebels on the ground could take out the shield generator, but if the fleet in space is destroyed, um, I mean, it's presumed that the Death Star will just destroy the moon anyway, and we all lose. Yeah, the moon is also where their shield generator is. They would just go down there and turn it back on. That's true, too. (laughs) Uh, That is true, too. They could just do that. Um, so Which is a little bit confusing. Is everywhere in range of the Death Star, or do they just like move it around? Like, if the shield generator is on the planet, that means they can only move so far away from the planet before they have no shield. That is correct, I guess. But I I assumed that they were using a planetary shield generator because the 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 Death Star was still being built. Ah, that was my assumption. Got it. They didn't have they didn't build the onboard one. Yet. Yeah. That was my assumption, that they could keep it shielded while it was still being built. Makes sense. Yeah. Although in every Star Wars video game, the shield generator is always off-site of whatever they're <laughs> generating the shield. Well, for. I mean, when you establish <laughs> it in the movie, it's just going to become canon. That's just how the technology works. I mean, yeah. isn't that the the in the universe of Star Wars, just like the technology has basically reached a plateau? I think uh, so. There's not really any more advancements in technology i read that Except there almost always is i mean there are or maybe you just maybe talk about it, it that time <laughs> rather than any other time all the new technology is mostly a remix yeah, yeah, of yeah. just old one uh, it was something i read I, I i i don't remember where i heard that read that or or whatever but that's what i heard right. so no one's maybe any smarter so yeah yeah or i mean when you think about it isn't there a point at which technology can't go any higher No. Okay, that's fair. All right, all right. Easy, asked and answered. All right. Um, so, I mean, that was our brief discussion on how to play. And why don't we talk about some strategies? So, so this is going to be an interesting one because, again, this is asymmetrical. So yeah. each and side, each faction I've will have its own strategies. I've only ever played with the Imperial side. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I wish, when, I wish after going through our very convoluted way of deciding who played on what side, I wish you had just said, I've only ever played the dark side, and then I could have played the dark side, and you played the light side. No, that's fine. Okay, that's fair. So, I mean, why don't uh, you go first and uh, discuss maybe some strategies for playing the dark side? Sure. 
so starting on the first round, it, while your opponents have plenty of ships on their backup uh, capital rebel ships, yeah. try blowing one up with the Death Star. Yeah, get that out early. Yeah, it's a good way to bring up the kill count. Yeah, it actually knocks out a ton of ships. Uh, each each one has, I think, either three B-wings, four Y-wings, or five x yeah. yeah, I mean, that's as a good strategy. As long as you can roll a five or six. I gotta say, uh, a really good strategy that I employed was hit the executor as fast and as hard as possible. I got a, a lucky roll at the start that took you down, what, four hit points. Yeah. No, it was like half. a five hit. Like, I think it was four. Yeah. It was, I remember it took you right okay. to half. But um, uh, the way the executor works, that's where all the ex- uh, sorry, the TIE fighters are launched from. So if you destroy that ship, all the remaining ships that the Imperial side could launch are destroyed with that ship. Yeah, which gives you a numbers advantage. Yeah, because all they have left are the ships that are in space currently. So I actually did that. Wasn't expecting... I expected to get swarmed, which I was, but that first hit took you down half. Yeah, but... I had four hits when I rolled five dice. Yeah, and then on my turn, since my actions were already locked in, yes. I was going for taking out Luke Skywalker as quickly right, as possible. Right, that's right. So you didn't have a real set reaction to that. Yeah, so I didn't have the option yeah. to even re- respond to that. Yeah. The funny thing was, because that happened, on, I think, on the second turn. And on the first turn, I had tried to go three different ways. One on the, the, the Battle of Endor to get the shields down. One move for space and one move against Darth Vader. And I forget what move you made, but it forced my hand to change up one of my actions uh, to something else that I had. Yeah. Um, which then, when I, when I saw that happen, and I got uh, the first turn, I got at a disadvantage. So I just moved everything towards your uh, your... Yeah, uh, well, the ship, first thing I did carrier. was make this deflector shield di- more difficult to get to. There was that, and there was something else you did. Oh, but I think I, I might have screwed up one of my card placements, too. But, uh, uh, on the very first turn of the game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that is a great strategy, is just hit them uh, in their troop deployment center, because that's one huge weakness that the Empire has, is they have one ship that deploys everything. Yeah. Where the Rebels have six. That is destructible, and it's only got eight hit points. Yep. I mean, if um, if I can make a suggestion for the Imperial side, is move that ship back immediately. Yeah, because it does start with fairly close. What it's actually only one movement. It's from one move away. My five X wings or three B wings. Yeah, it's one move away from one of the largest forces on the board. That at is the start right. Of the game. That is right. Actually, it is the single largest force with the five X wings and the one uh, and the uh, Millennium Falcon. Yeah, so yeah, so that is actually a really tough spot. So moving, that might be the first move it up to make, or moving it into strike range. Is I mean, also an getting a preliminary strike is always good. You also have other, you have like groups of five Tie Fighters also within striking range. Yeah, that you could move in. Well, as four. Well. They all start with four. Oh, four. Sorry, but you have two groups of four Tie Fighters that are within striking range of both of those uh, areas. Both of those could be hit. Well, one of those. No, this one is connected here. Oh, and that's yeah. one big right. space. So you could actually hit that. That is a definite, if I may make a suggestion from the rebel side on how to do that, yeah. is protect that ship because that seems to be a glaring weakness. But I would not. The I don't, problem with that is you are always going second. That, yes, so the <laughs> rebels always go first. 
But at the very least, you even if I even if the rebels moved into attack first, yeah, uh, back it off. could back off, and you have other ships around that could just swarm in as well. So, um, yeah, it just seems like a. I mean, had I not been able to take that out right away, I don't think that battle would have gone the way it did. You actually fought. I mean, my first initial rolls were all really good, but your Tie Fighters fighting back came out pretty strong. But so. when I actually attacked with the Executor, yeah. it hit like no ship. <laughs> yes, with the yeah. uh, the Executor attacked, it was uh, a big whip. Yeah. How many does it roll? Three it or four? four? It rolls four. That and is I pretty good. I did not good. get anything over three. That is, oh yeah, you got three twos and a one. Yeah. Is what you rolled. And all <laughs> you needed were threes. Yep. Yeah, because those were X-Wings. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The X-Wings are the weakest for getting hit. Um, yeah, uh, do you have any other... Um, uh, strategies from the uh, Imperial side? Um, for the shield deflector, just make sure you get just enough for one roll for the most part. Right. Ahead of them. I mean, that's fair. Um, so you only want to really go like five spaces, like six spaces since you put them down in threes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at first when we started the game, we realized that you couldn't stack. So each of the Stormtrooper icons you put down only gives a plus one, right? The whole track that you're, the Rebels are going up have numbers on them, and that's what you have to roll to move into that space. Um, so immediately, obviously, Devon wanted to see if uh, he could stack them to get multiple pluses, and uh, the rules seemed to say no. Um, at first, I was thinking maybe we could change that, but seeing how long that is and how much is going on, yeah, um, I think it's actually well-balanced in that sense. Yeah, because no, if sense. you were able to put multiple pluses... Like I, I'd be well. I'd then be, the ones at the end would be impossible. Well, actually, yes, the ones at the end would be <laughs> physically impossible, and you you could make any of them impossible if you you stack them up yeah. right. I would say uh, on the rebel side. I mean, I did say one move is going early for the uh, executor, but another early move is go after Darth Vader. Like first thing, you are at a severe disadvantage over there. You're it's a two on one, so Luke Skywalker needs to get out early. And in your hand, hold on to a Darth Vader turn card. So where you are able to uh, turn Darth Vader to the light side, keep that in your hand. They don't come up often. So as soon as Darth Vader gets into the, the, the low health range where we, you can turn him back to the light side, then you can play that card. But yeah. don't get rid of it to play a different action that might be on that card. Yeah, and counter side, uh, the, that same fight is yeah. where the the Imperials are actually in the most advantage on this map. Absolutely. So you want to make sure you end that one quick before they could pull off any shenanigans. Yeah, I uh, uh, I lost that battle in the last one we played, and that gave... So at the start of your turn, you take three action cards and put them down and plan out your turn. But there are ways to get bonus action cards, or um, I forget what kind of cards they're called. What's Command called? cards. Command cards, yes. Um, well, order if, cards, sorry. If, Orders. Order cards, okay. If uh, Darth Vader and or the Emperor defeat Luke Skywalker, they get an additional four command cards on that turn, just drawn from the deck, put straight into their pile to be acted on. And I think that turn, when he uh, Devon took me out, I think you got... You did end up getting seven, but we discovered one was wrong and it was six. Yeah, uh, but six additional. So he had nine commands that turn. Yeah, where you were just sitting there twiddling your thumbs. I was twiddling I my thumbs because I had. I think stuff. I ended up getting four or five because I did take out some Tie Fighters. But I mean, even four or five, I'm still sitting around for four or five turns yeah. after that. Um, so that was actually 
uh, are really rough, and it's as much as the uh, Rebel side does seem to have the advantage on a couple fronts, I think that's where the uh, Empire really takes it, is they have more opportunities to get more of those command cards. Yeah, especially since they have the Emperor's ability, which is does damage. You don't have to roll or anything. Not even rolling. Just yeah. does two hit points. And Luke only starts with 13. So realistically, you only need seven of those. Now, that's yeah. a lot. They're, they don't show up very often, but when they do, in conjunction with, say, a Darth Vader attack that could do yeah, upwards can... of four damage, yeah, it's uh, pretty deadly. Yeah. Pretty deadly. So that's, uh, that's one where uh, the Rebels might want to get out ahead. And I would say the most even battle is in the center. I think it's a little stacked towards the Rebels in terms of destructibility. Like, yeah, because it's less harder to destroy most of the Rebel ships. Yeah, the X-Wings take, uh, you have to roll a three to kill. Which is the same as the TIE Fighters. And the TIE Fighters only need a three, which is which is like a 66% chance of yeah. hitting. And then the Y-Wings are need a four. And B-Wings need a five which is highly armored. Yeah, but there's not as many B-Wings. There are not as many B-Wings, only by a small margin, only by 15. Uh, they're at 15. Yeah. Uh, and Y-Wings are at 16. Yeah, so they're, they are at that advantage, but that is probably the most even. So just from the Rebel side, that might be the plot, uh, space where um, you could just hold your own for a bit while you focus on maybe the uh, internal fight of the Death Star just to prevent the dark side from prevent the Imperials from getting that huge advantage. Yeah. That might be an option for you as well. Cause that was a rough turn. That was a really rough turn. I took a lot of beatings that turn. Um, did come out at the top, but again, I was yeah. also with a lot of lucky rolls. I, I can't and deny the lucky rolls yeah. that I got <laughs> and unlucky rolls on your part. Yep. Um, although I did get into like a death star streak of just like taking out your shit. Uh, you only <laughs> missed one. Yeah. Uh, until later on. Until like the end of until the game. Until the where end, like end where you <laughs> knocking out individual yeah. ships with a yeah. giant space It was station. I think it was your first shot where you rolled the three twos and a one. Yeah. And then every other one no, that was that was not the Death Star. Death Star only gets two yeah, it gets rolls. Two. Yeah. But uh you I missed know. I think your second shot and then everything else hit. No, I missed my first shot. No, your first shot was uh um one of my Y wings and that hit. It was my your second shot missed. No, it was the second shot on the Y wings that hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was sure it was the second one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, you missed one. Yeah. And the rest hit. So you did get some lucky rolls, but I mean, my first roll on the, uh, the on this side, I got all but one. I think. Yeah, on no, I think I got generator. every single one. I got no, all, you five. Moved all five. All on the five. Shield on my first on one, and the next one was like four yeah. of the five. So, um, I can't deny the lucky rolls. So in that case, considering that, this could be a much much tighter battle, and it already came down to the wire. Like I had. Yeah three squadrons left and i ended up splitting them up just to keep them safe yeah 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 so that's a very uh very tight game i really like it really solid version of risk that does make it different enough where it feels like a new game yeah overall how do you feel about this game yeah i feel like this one is mostly designed to be played by two players just in a, like a dual sort of format yeah but i could see how it could be interesting with four players where you're both trying to decide what thing you can do or if you in the four-player version, if they have, like, four decisions a turn and each person picks two. Yeah. Is that what it is? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Here. Well, let's, <laughs> let's really quickly look. Really quick. Oops. As I've only played it as a one-on-one -on -one yes. duel. Four-player. Yeah, we just stepped outside and uh, uh, 
it just checked up on the four-player rules, which yeah. uh, seemed pretty straightforward. So I think as a four-player game, this might not be as fun as a two-player game, and it must, it'll also probably be a lot longer. I think. You don't think it would be as fun as a two-player? I don't know. I don't think it... You'd need the right partner to play with, I think. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I would really like to try it at some point for those listening at home. Basically, it's it, it works exactly the same, but there's two people on each faction, and they work together to plan the moves out, but they each make their moves separately on their own rather than together and whatnot. I definitely would like to try that out at some point, a four-player game. That'd be Yeah, but as a two-player game, it's a fun alternative to Rest that's a little bit shorter if once everyone has every rule down. Yeah. Seems like a game that you could play through pretty quickly. Yeah, not too bad. I think it took us about, what, hour to an hour and a half max. Yeah. I don't think it was even an hour and a half. Uh, once we and even then, playing. we had to like look up a rule or two in the middle. Yeah. Of the day. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe it's just from our experience playing board games, but I mean, me running through the rules for the first time ever, uh, I had one read through of the playbook, and uh, it was easy. Yeah. Like uh, I got it. It's only loosely based around risk. The center of the field is the the most common part. The thing I do like about this game the most is just how well it captures. Yeah, the a very good return tie-in. of the Jedi. Um, yeah, it just honestly the three fronts that you're trying to balance really brings out. Uh, it really encapsulates what the movie was about as well. So I really like that part of it. Um, so do you have a rating for this game? Um, I'm gonna give this one just a nice eight out of ten credits. Oh, eight out of ten credits. I will give this game a. B wing plus. Like a B plus. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like a, yeah. But it doesn't look like a B at all. <laughs> from the side, Devon. You have to look at it from the side. Uh B Wing Plus uh is my rating for this game. I really really enjoy it. Uh I the only you know what the detractor is, is um just the restriction of two or four players. Um for me that's a for our, for us, I guess that's a bigger impact because we typically play in a group of three. So uh, restricting it to two players either means one person sits out or we just don't play it. Yeah. I um, mean, you could play the four-player version. You could play the four-player version. One with player has six cards, or has 12, 12 cards 12 in cards, hand, and, and they can play four. Yeah. I, I mean, that's an option, and we could explore that and put yeah. them on the you know rebel side that has a bit of an advantage, roughly. Perhaps. Um, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, not a bad idea. Okay, well, thank you for listening. That has been episode, Risk. episode two of Ape Risk. Um, Devon, what do we have coming up next week? Well, next week we have more Risk. More Risk. Yeah, um, it's a whole month of it. it Every is week a whole we have a new episode month, coming out. An entire month. Now, I think, Devon, I'm calling an audible here. I'm changing next week's episode right now. Is it to Risk? Yeah, I'm changing it from risk to risk. Okay. But I think risk, it's fine. That is ape risk. Okay, fine. Next week, Marvel's Captain America Civil War Risk. It is another two or four player game, uh, similar in that sense, but completely different in just about every other sense. Um, It's another one of those games that's loosely based around the game Risk. Um, So excited to talk about that one. That'll be fun. Uh, And our question of the week. The question of the week. My turn for this one. So oh, you can. But I had like three. Ready. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just bluffing to, you know, make myself sound more prepared. 
But I can come up with a question. No, I got one. I would assume it would be Star Wars related. It is Star Wars related. It is Star Wars related. You are correct. Uh, the question of the week is, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? I think that's a fun one. Oh, it's not board game related, except that this is a Star Wars board game. I mean, Star Wars has enough games related to it. That I mean, that is fair, but I mean, it's uh, we're also just big nerds and we like this kind of stuff. So, uh, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? You can get into the how and why and what and when. But yeah, let us know what your favorite Star Wars movie is on our various social medias. That's it. So those various social medias are Twitter, at Cardboard Podcast, the T wouldn't fit, at Cardboard Podcast on Instagram. People are really going to think that it's at Cardboard Podcast, the T couldn't fit as the whole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At Cardboard Podcast. Cardboard Podcast. Just the T wouldn't fit. The T wouldn't fit is not part of it. It literally, Cardboard Podcast is one character too long for the uh, name limit. So that's all. Um, Yeah, let us know on those. Uh, Then find us on, I mean, you've already found us. On something. On something. But listen to us us again on something else. uh, You can find us anywhere. Uh, iTunes. Google Podcasts, YouTube. I believe Spotify, YouTube. Exactly. We have videos up there. I need to, one of these days, I actually really need to check and see if you can play us on YouTube music. I got to check that out. I mean, it's not music. So no, no, but it is a podcast. So that would be a yes. It must. I don't know. <laughs> I, so I got to, I literally have to find that. I still don't know. It's been, it's been months and months since I posed that question. Yeah. Um, so I will find that one out and see if that's possible. Uh, but yeah, find us. Please subscribe to us, rate us, and review us. We would really appreciate that, especially if it's a good review. But I do appreciate all I know. Reviews. I want to hear the bad reviews. Yeah, well, I mean, let's do it. Let's do I it. I want to be able to like improve myself. We want Unless to. Unless it's something like, you sound stupid. Well, I mean, I and tell I you that I'll every day. just come up with a new voice. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> just come up with a new voice. <laughs> All right, I think that'll do it for us. Thanks for listening once again, and... Bye. Is that what you were waiting for? Yeah, we can do it. That was good, that was good. Just one more reminder, go check out Hibernation.